0: Greetings, my name is Dave.
1: And I'm Stacy.
0: And this is the Plants Change My Life podcast.
1: We are a husband and wife team living in Houston, arguably the barbecue capital of Texas, who share a passion for good food and holistic wellness. We are on a mission to inspire people to live their best lives through healthy food choices, one meal at a time. In this podcast, you will hear stories about how real people have experienced awesome changes by embracing a plant-based diet. Today, we're speaking to an inspiring woman with a beautiful spirit. Khadija RBZ and her whole family reaped great benefits from transitioning to a plant-based diet. And now she's dedicated to helping others live a healthy life. Khadija also hosts a podcast of her own called Declare It. And she uses this platform to showcase the power of positive words in creating an intentional life. So grab your tea and take a seat. Here it is. We're here with Khadija RBC, your ultimate plant-based and wellness BFF. She's passionate about helping others succeed with holistic health. She's an entrepreneur, wife, and mother, and we're so excited to have her here with us. Welcome.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> I I actually um I I love the internet. Um, It really helps to make our world a little bit smaller. I actually um, came across your profile like on social media and I was immediately drawn into your, your, your website and I just felt like I could, I felt like you were somebody that I wanted to be one of my friends like immediately I was like. I want to know her. Like Everything that you talked about, it resonated with me because I guess we have a lot in common. Okay. Yeah, so I'm so excited to have a chance to actually connect with you today and have you on the show. Yeah.
2: Awesome. I am excited that you reached out because sometimes we come across those profiles that we connect with or resonate with and we don't reach Mm -hmm. out. So I am thankful that you did. And so hopefully this will be the beginning of something beautiful.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that would be awesome. (laughs) So tell me, where are you from?
2: Okay. Now that's a loaded question for me though, but (laughs) I am originally from, um, the DC area. I, uh, can say that I have roots in North Carolina. And now at this point in my life, my family and I have um, experienced living abroad. We are currently in Georgia, with the hopes of relocating again, because we feel like the world is so big, and there's so much for us to see and experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me about your journey, like to a life of plant-based wellness, like who or what inspired you to begin this path?
2: Okay. So if I say really quickly that years ago, the thought crossed my mind, oh, what would it be like to be a vegetarian? Maybe one day I'll explore that option. Right. But, um, I, I, it wasn't something that I was trying to do right away because I was, um, hooked on, hot wings (laughs) buffalo strips you know so i was like i can't be a vegetarian because i like buffalo strips too much especially the ones from fat Mm -hmm, mm babies but fast forward to 2015 Um, each year at the beginning of the year, my family and I, we would go on a fast. And during this fast, we would eliminate all animal products and just eat um, vegetables, fruits, grains, nuts, that type of thing. And we would do this for um, a month at the the beginning of each year. And so in 2015, we um, came across a Class that was going on at our local Whole Foods called the Engine 2. And with this particular class, you were basically learning how to transition to a Whole Foods plant based diet, well, lifestyle rather. And we uh, signed up for that just so that we could have tips and tr- tricks to make our fast uh, uh, a better experience because we would have um, more options, so to speak. We would know a little bit more. However, this class absolutely transformed our thought process when it came to food and the foods that we eat. I am so thankful to Matt. He taught that class. He was absolutely amazing. He answered our questions. He showed us how to cook different. He showed us how to um, look at food for what it is versus what is created, you know, when they make processed foods and when they, you know, are doing all the things that they do to the meats and the milks and the all of this. So from there, we just decided, okay, well, once this fast is over, we're not going to go back to that lifestyle. And throughout the months that followed us um, ending the fast, we tried a couple things, like we explored being pescatarian, but I was just like, this is just like eating meat. Why would I want to do this? I don't, this isn't, no. And so, yeah, since then we have been um, meat-free, animal product-free, just living life and learning and growing um, as plant-based eaters. So
1: what was that transition like um, with your family? Because it was you and your husband
2: and your children making the the change? Yes. So, (laughs) um it was, it was not as challenging as we thought it was going to be. You know, just telling our kids, okay, we're not going back to eating meat. And, you know, just anticipating that we were going to have a negative response. When in all actuality, we really didn't. Did they have questions? Absolutely. Um, were there things that they wanted to have? Yes, of course. But we presented it to them as... Um, an experiment. And so from that experiment, it's just something that's been going on for years now, you know. Um, But I think that presenting it as something that they could see for themselves if they become better from this, this change, it allowed them to have an awareness and a certain level of ownership also. And I think that that was helpful in making it a smoother transition.
1: So what were the ages of your children when y'all when y'all were getting started?
2: Okay, 2015. Um This was 4 years ago, so my son was 12, my daughter was 15, and my oldest daughter was 17. Oh, okay. I think I think that might be about right. If not, it's in it's in that ballpark.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So you talked about it was a smoother transition than you anticipated. But Mm -hmm. but were there any challenges that you faced? And how did you overcome those challenges?
2: Absolutely, there were challenges. I don't want to present this as if it were, um, you know, just Nothing, no obstacles, because there were, as you probably know, one of the biggest things that we dealt with was just finding things that were comparable to what we were used to that we could use as a a transition. And I think that today in 2019, there are a lot more options than there were even just four years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for people who may be transitioning and they want to have some options, um, they're in a better place than what we were then. And so for my kids, you know, if, if they're used to being able to have like a burger and the burgers that we have access to are just not aligning with what we're used to or if they're used to having chicken nuggets but you know there's not a faux chicken nugget that they can have or things are vegetarian meaning that there's still egg or there's still milk but we don't want any of that you know it's those things that were a bit of a challenge and then just ensuring that they had when we went out to eat or when they went out with their friends that they had options. That was, I think, one of the, the greatest challenges. Another thing is that when my daughter, my oldest daughter, and we started in 2015 and that year she went to college. So in August of that year, um, she was off to school and at her school, they didn't have very many vegan options. So she was dealing with, um, Being a college student, a freshman in college, you know, getting to know herself, getting to know the people around her, but also trying to find something to eat. And so when you're around people who can easily go to the calf and get whatever, and you're sitting there like, you Mm -hmm. know, what can I have? Or I don't want a salad every day. Then you know either you're going to give in to peer pressure, or you're going to have to explore other options, and then those options might take you further away. You know, whatever the case may be. So yeah, there 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 were challenges, and I I just think that one of the greatest ones was just finding. Um, right. restaurants and finding food that aligned with the way that we were trying to live. And in addition, a lot of our friends and family, um, they didn't necessarily understand that. And so, you know, we had to deal with a lot of questions and <laughs> all of a sudden our protein intake became a big deal and you know all of these Mm -hmm. these things Mm -hmm. that aren't a big deal when you're just a regular normal sad eater (laughs) yes yeah so right
1: right I think it's awesome that that your whole family undertook this challenge
2: absolutely and the thing about it is I'm I'm not that person that's going to just go out of my way and make a, a whole special meal for For people just because they don't want to get right you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) so if I'm fixing dinner then we're all going to eat this and I'm mindful um that I create things or or make dishes that are tasty and you know um everybody would enjoy and so Mm -hmm. that was was my challenge my greatest challenge was making sure that I did that making sure that I if, if I wanted my family to walk this journey that I provided the tools to make it as easy as possible.
1: Mm -hmm. So what are some of your go-to meals and pantry staples?
2: Okay. So, (laughs) um, lentils, chickpeas, uh, quinoa, I keep them as far as vegetables are concerned. Um, avocado, kale, um, I am a big go-to keeping bananas, apples. During the summertime, watermelon is always, always, always on deck. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, whew, I'm trying to picture my refrigerator in my pantry in my head right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I think one of the main things, I feel like if I have lentils, if I have chickpeas, I can create anything meatloaf burgers um spaghetti like i have created so many things with just those two items that Mm -hmm. it would absolutely blow your mind but yeah Mm -hmm. though those things that i mentioned are staples for me
1: okay so what are some of your favorite resources that have helped you along in your journey
2: um so i want to mention this documentary because It was the one that we watched at the end of the Engine 2 class, which was Forks Over Knives. That Mm -hmm. documentary was very huge in just solidifying the decision that my husband and I made to not go back to eating meat. Um, Other resources is just using that big old thing that we call the World Wide Web. Google is my friend, and it's an ultimate resource. There are so many websites. There are so many blogs, Pinterest, you know, you find recipes there. Uh, In addition to that, just Instagram, like, do you know how many people are on Instagram who align with the way that, you know, we aspire to eat that can answer questions or even just looking at their feed, you get ideas. These have been excellent resources to me. And, um, Yeah, books, reading. I love reading. The library is my absolute friend. Yes. (laughs) The China China Study. um, That's a book that I um, actually purchased, but I heard so much about it that I didn't want to just limit it to getting it from the library. I wanted to have it as a part of my own. Such great information in that book. Um, Yeah. So books and the internet, all of that. Those are my resources.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so looking at where you are today, and looking back, and the challenges that you've you've overcome in embracing a plant-based diet, how has a plant-based diet changed your life?
2: Wow! So that's a great question, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first, starting with health, um, I am so much healthier than what I was four years ago. Um, my skin is definitely clearer. It's a lot brighter. Um, drinking water and eating fruit. If you just explore that option for a month, I mean, even just doing it a week, you can see such a vibrancy about yourself that you'll be like, wow, why don't I eat like this all the time? Um, so just from a health perspective and, and my my ability to to move my um, bowel movements. Now, see, I'm huge on that. Like, I, we don't talk about the importance of bowel movements. We don't talk about how our health is affected by whether or not we are eliminating properly. But since being on, well, transitioning to a plant based lifestyle, like my bowel movements are a beautiful, wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and it's the truth. Yes. And so, um, and that's because you have the fiber, you have the, um, and not just that, but you're eating whole foods and your body is able to extract better. So it's just, it's just such a great thing. Um, and then as I have researched, um, eating this way, it has opened the door for me to learn things about myself on a spiritual level, on an emotional level. And I am growing in that sense as well. And I believe that when you're aware of what you put in your body when you're eating, that you become more conscious of what you put in your body when you're listening to things, when you're speaking things, when you're just living because you want to be whole. I I just think that because I made this decision, it has opened the door uh, for me on other levels of my life.
1: Okay. Is there, do you have any advice or insight that you would want to offer someone who's considering taking this plant-based journey?
2: Take it one meal at a time. Don't overthink the process. That is something that I'm huge about. When I'm interacting with my clients, I'm telling them do not overthink this process because so often we read more into stuff and we end up talking ourselves or even thinking ourselves out of something that could be so helpful to us. So I would just encourage you don't overthink it take it one meal at a time because one meal adds up to two meals adds up to three meals and before you know it you're two years into the process and it flew by and you're feeling like amazing you know so yeah don't overthink it and it does start with your mind so when you are making the decision Put in the time and the effort to do research and connect with people who are living the life so that you can ask questions, so that you can have accountability, because it makes a huge difference. When you're connected to like-minded people, it helps make the process just a little bit easier. When you're trying to fend for yourself, it's so easy to get frustrated because, you know, you're trying to figure it all out. But there's somebody out there who has done it, who has walked the walk, and they can help Uh, help you and and walk the walk with you.
1: So would you like to tell us a little bit more about your mission and how people can get in touch with you if they would like to connect?
2: Absolutely. I am a wellness advocate. I'm a meditation guide and I am overall your plant-based BFF. I show up in your life so that we together can um, make a difference and so that you can be the best version of yourself. And so whether you're wanting to embrace um, meditation, as far as finding that peace and stillness that is within you, I can guide you through an experience. I can teach you um, just things to help you to do that better. And as a wellness advocate, I'm here to help hold you accountable for the goals that you set for yourself as far as wanting to transition over to a plant-based diet or wanting to you know meet your wellness and well-being goals like whatever that is we can create a plan and i'm going to help hold you accountable and as your bff because you know you, you have that best girlfriend or that best guy friend that you can go to that, that ask you the questions that push you to the next level that, you know, support you in what you're doing. Well, that's what Khadijah RBZ does. She shows up so that she can be what it is that you need to be the best version of who you are. So if you uh, want to connect with me, my website is KhadijahRBZ.com and that is K-H-A-D-I-J-A-H-R-B-Z.com. And um, all of my services are list- listed there. I have blog posts. Um, I talk really freely there. Um, so whenever I do post a blog post, just know it's going to be just the, the realness that you're getting today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I love what you're doing. Is there, is there anything else that you would like to share that we haven't touched on so far?
2: Um, let's see. When when you are transitioning to a um, plant-based life, just trust yourself and know that that desire is in you for a reason. And because that desire is there and it's one that will help you and not hurt you, because sometimes we desire things that aren't the best for us. But a plant-based life is going to open the door for so many um good things. Um, Don't be afraid to explore that. Don't be afraid to tap into that. Don't be afraid to look into it. When we are doing our research about a new car or, you know, as ladies, sometimes we're checking out the latest shoes or handbags or whatever floats our boat. And we do our research, you know, to figure out where we can get the best deal from and all this Do the same thing for your health. Do the same thing for your well-being because you are absolutely worth the effort. And the more that you take the time to do what is necessary to support the life that you want to live when it comes to your health, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, then things begin to align in your favor. And I believe that that's what God wants for us. He wants us to be our best selves. And sometimes that requires that we unlearn some things that we have learned throughout our life. Sometimes that requires that we let go of some habits and lifestyle um, uh, things that we've done you know and it's okay be okay with that and know that you're thinking this way or feeling this way because it's time for that change so yeah I would offer that and I would also suggest that you listen to the declare it with Khadijah RBZ podcast I'm just throwing that in there because you asked if there was anything else yes yes that's right that's right (laughs) So I do have a podcast and it's basically, I'm here, I'm showing up each and every week so that I can help you to speak the words, to to shape the thoughts that help you to live the life that you want to see. We are speaking it, believing it and receiving it over at Declare It with Khadijah RBC.
1: Okay, That's, I'm glad you brought that up. I meant to ask you about your podcast too. There's There's, there's two of them, right? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I have my own podcast. My family and I have a podcast called Another One, and then my children have a podcast called Slightly Raw. So, yes, oh, all wow. of us have podcasts. <laughs> that's yes, awesome. I love um, that. W- thank you so much. We realize that th- that we we're doing things and we um, have this platform, and so we're just sharing it with the world. And we appreciate people who connect and stop by and check out what we're doing.
1: Okay, I love that. So you're like Thank you're you. like the plant based power family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll take that. Speak it, believe it, receive it. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: yes. Well we will definitely link all your information in our show notes for people who weren't able to write everything down so you can just check our website we'll have everything listed so you can find out more about the podcast and Khadijah's website and all her services or Instagram so we'll have all that so you can uh, everybody can reference that um, and bookmark it and go check her out. But I am so excited to have had the opportunity to talk to you today. And you. Um, I appreciate you just taking time out and being patient with us as we
2: set everything up. Oh, it's fine. I understand. And <laughs> I appreciate you thinking of me and saying, let me connect with her. And I guess the next step is to have you on Declare with Khadijah RBZ. That would oh, be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it. Okay, well, we'll make it happen.
0: Thank you again, Khadijah, for that wonderful interview. And now it's time for our food of the show. And today's food of the show is nutritional yeast.
1: Nutritional what?
0: Yes, yeast. yeast. That's right. Right. If you've ever been curious about just what this nutty, cheese-like, tasting, flaky stuff is that people are often talking about, yes, it's nutritional yeast. So it is actually yeast that we're putting in our salad, soup, Beans, tacos, burgers, and yes, that queso that is not actually real cheese. It is of the same family as brewer's yeast or baker's yeast, but it does not actually contain live cultures. Nutritional yeast is one of those things that is great on almost everything and enhances dishes in ways that you wouldn't expect from these nutty flakes. The good thing about nutritional yeast is that it truly is a reflection of its name. Nutritional yeast is a good source of iron and protein. It is a complete protein with nine essential amino acids needed for humans. The essential amino acids are what our body can't produce on its own. It does contain B vitamins, but it's often supplemented with fortified B vitamins, especially B12. Nutritional yeast contains trace minerals vital for human development. These include zinc, selenium, and manganese. Now, if there's ever reason to get nutritional yeast, get it for the vegan queso.
1: That's right. Nutritional yeast makes life without dairy cheese easy. You can easily make nacho cheese with it or just sprinkle it on top of your pizza. This is one of our everyday go-to stock up ingredients. We don't let our pantry go without it. Now let's shift to today's news and notes. The vegan lifestyle is steadily going mainstream as more big companies are making moves in this realm. One of the world's largest producers of pork, Smithfield Foods, just launched a plant-based line of meats. And just a couple of months ago, Tyson Foods, one of the U.S.'s largest meat packers, announced it's rolling out plant-based meats. Okay, so we hear people going vegan all the time. How about businesses going vegan? What I would love to see is these companies transform their entire operation. How awesome would that be? It feels like these companies are more concerned with cashing in on the growing popularity of plant-based foods as opposed to becoming a more conscious business. Or maybe it's just their baby steps. In non-edible items, some car manufacturers are making shopping a bit easier for compassionate vegans. Subaru is the latest company creating a vehicle with a vegan interior. The new 2020 Outback model will feature a water-repellent vegan seating option. And earlier this year, Volkswagen revealed a future all-electric SUV with seats made by AppleSkin, which makes vegan leather from apple juice waste.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and Volkswagen is actually set to release this whole line of electric vehicles called the ID Line. And they're all rumored to sport this Um, this vegan interior so I'm pretty excited about that because one of the releases will be a remake of the um, the old Volkswagen bus which I really like the buses and the bugs and I believe it'll be called the Volkswagen buzz or the ID buzz so it's pretty exciting um, what these car manufacturers are doing
1: Nissan and Volvo have also announced electric cars with vegan interiors And Tesla CEO Elon Musk announced that its Model Y and Model 3 will be fully vegan in 2020.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. So pretty soon we'll have the vegan whips.
1: And that's it for today's plant-based news and notes. Thank you for listening in to the Plants Change My Life podcast. Please follow us at Plants Change My Life on Instagram and Facebook. And you can head over to PlantsChangeMyLife.com for additional information about the show and the resources mentioned. We also have Plants Change My Life t-shirts you can purchase to support our mission. Also, if you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at stories at plantschangemylife.com.
0: Respect and always remember when you eat good,
1: you reap good.
0: Peace. Plants Change My Life. Let's change my life change my life